Introducing your radio entertainment for today, the Hour of Power, Bernie Bolgi, Mitchell JC, Sophie Gordon, and Robbie Armfield. This is Robbie's Modern Life. On FBI Radio 94.5 FM, digital or online at fbiradio.com. Robbie's Modern Life! Do you really want um, me to tell that story? Yeah, so yeah. I, uh, I think it'd be a great one to start the show with. You were, you were hyping out before, so let's, uh, let, let's do it, eh? Um, I'm just and- like a little bit nervous. Is, what if I like make a mistake or anything? That's okay, because I can edit. This is pre-recorded, so I can edit any oh, sort of mistakes out. It's easy. True. Okay, that actually puts my mind at ease a little bit. So you can, yeah, if it's like really bad or something, you can fix little bits in it. Of course, of course. Yeah, I, I can edit. Like if if anything okay. uh, is you know boring or goes too long or anything like that, like or or is incorrect, I can I can definitely edit all that out. Um, all right. Well, it's pretty it's a pretty touching story. The other morning, I was um, walking. Thanks, Bernie. That was cool, man. Mm. No worries. Yeah, I just hope hope everybody's all right. And uh, yeah, in the end, it's all about um, it's all about friends. Yeah, it is. I mean, that was pretty inspiring. Um, I have a similar thing I want to talk about. It's mm. I, I obviously haven't spoken to you guys in a bit. Recently, had this uh, woman move into our house. I know I've I've sent you guys photos and stuff of like all the mess. She's actually she's a bit of a nightmare to live with. Um, oh, yeah. she won't take out a rubbish and you know I sent you those photos of the kitchen the other day the mess is so it's really bad but also like paying paying her bills she's really slow it's like pulling teeth getting her to pay bills she's always late with excuses and stuff and also just really hard to be around I'm finding that she's having these really just I don't know irksome digs in my profession all the time um in my own home, I, I just I feel really uncomfortable in my own home. I, I could go on and on about this. I just I'm really like I'm having a super hard time. And I'm not sure what to do. And I was just wondering if you guys had any like similar experience or solutions. Have you just have you tried talking to her about any of this? I usually find that works. I've tried, but she usually just like dismisses me really quick and has like a jab at my profession or something like that. She's like, oh, hype DC manager, loser. I'm like, well, it's, you know, everyone has to have money. Everyone has to pay. Yeah. Money. It's it's Sydney, man. Like this is expensive. I don't know. I just, yeah, I've tried that stuff, but she's not very receptive to it. Rob, why don't you, um, or have you tried like just putting it on paper, maybe like writing a letter and just putting it out plainly and maybe even signing it, giving it to her? Yeah. I, I could try that. I could. I haven't tried that one. Yeah, that's a good idea, Bernie. I, I might give that one a go. Yeah, but I get semi legal. Yeah, I mean, if it has to come to that, I I don't want to have to get fully legal on her. But it's pretty bad. Like it's so messy, and she's just really awful to be around. You know. Oh god. Yeah. It sounds like mm. a nightmare. Yeah, you could probably just maybe just get the real estate involved or something. Is her lease like ending soon or? Oh, she's got ten more months. Um, oh. Which is tough because- But you haven't spoken to her about it at all. I've tried to speak to her much, but she just keeps making fun of me whenever I bring it up. She's like, you know, little bitch and whatever she says. 
She um, seems kind of like a, I don't know, she seems a bit probo. Like, do you know any of her friends? Like, could you ask them if she's usually like this? Is like, has she always been like this? Or or is, is something going on in her life that she's kind of struggling with and maybe she's just taking it out on you and the house? It's a good idea, Sophie. I'll, she hasn't had any friends over so far, but when I'll have a, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. That's that's a really good idea, I reckon. Because, I mean, I've had, had, I mean, I'm sure we've all had bad housemates before, right? Like, you know, messy or inconsiderate or something. But this is just on another level. Like, yeah. I'm trying to go to sleep for an early shift at Hype DC the next day, and she's on Zoom calls, like in the kitchen, like sc- laughing, screaming. Cause she's got all these friends, like overseas in different time zones. Mm-hmm. That's it. Look, Rob, I, I feel like this is going nowhere. Can I just like level with you here, man? Yeah, of course. Like any advice here is like so appreciated, man. I'm, I'm at what's end here. Okay. Well, so to start off, as a man, I've always been sort of averse to making a woman face her own shortcomings. Um, like being a boy that was raised by three strong women. Uh, so my mother, my auntie and my wet nurse. It was almost like imprinted on me to just, you know, let these little things slide, um, you know, lest I wish to come under fire from like a tough shrewd type um, lady. Uh, but now, like as a fully matured and filled out man, I'm more inclined to call women on their, you know, disgusting behavior like this when it's needed. And as a white man, I find it kind of hard to find my voice amidst the cacophony of like the modern cultural narrative. But there's definitely a place for us, man. And you just got to stand up for yourself in this kind of situation. Look, I have to disagree with you there. Being a huh. female student myself, like I found myself coming to terms with the patriarchy at quite a young age. Like considering the shit that young women have to wade through on a daily basis, it can make us... I don't know harbor like resentment to men that act in a position of authority like I, I know i've definitely experienced this telling us what to do telling us what to think it's like i don't know as, as an empowered woman in my 20s with no real like hang-ups i can see how men are prone to treat me differently when i don't conform to their understanding of how a woman should behave see i'd agree as a man with a bit of an ochre upbringing who eventually went on to achieve his fair share of success in academia during his time at university, studying various social subjects as part of his BA, it's interesting to me, actually, the institutions in place that make it difficult for women to thrive under societal expectations. Women are expected to be tidy, formal, you know, composed when we as men and as a man You know, I'm confronted with a lady that doesn't adhere to template that we've been sold, like the the template. We're challenged and it skews our perception of the actual behavior we see. She may not be so bad, right? I see what you guys saying, Mitch, Sophie, Bernie. I I see what you're saying here on FBI radio about my, my bad housemate, right? But, you know, as a Boy Scout for four years me Robbie you know I've come to value tidiness and respect for others right regardless of who you are be you man woman other like I'm conflicted as a boy about this uh, that has made a scout's promise Uh, I'm bound to always do my best to help others but also as a manager of Hype DC store I can also understand the value of being considerate of others personal style and beliefs that might extend from that right that's been a huge learning curve for me Mm, right 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 so 
I suppose myself um, as a self-professed like a gamer nerd in quotations, I think um, having a little passion can also come at the expense of having your life totally in order. So I kind of understand where she's coming from. Um, me personally, I will sometimes like even go weeks without cleaning my room and neglecting, you know, bills and all those kind of things um, as I'm in the throes of experiencing and immersing myself in a new world online as like a, you know, as a gamer enthusiast. Yeah, look, also Rob, as once a youth group leader turned full-blown atheist in my early 20s, I've, I've come to appreciate that figures in authority don't always have your best interest at heart and like the stories they tell you may just be that stories uh, to make sure that you stay on the beaten path considering I'm a girl who got valedictorian but declined to do the speech I think sometimes it's best to just not dictate to others how to live their life just let some of them come to conclusions in their own way it's all totally valid guys I, I seriously like I, I'm sorry to divert the show like this I know this is you know supposed to be talking about other things that are relevant but i just it's been so hard on me as a i just really appreciate you guys thanks so much no worries as yeah i hope it helped yeah as a friend it's not hard to do man yeah. <laughs> i'm so lucky to have friends like you and i'm so lucky to have friends like you on the text line as well um text in if you have any advice for me to how to deal with this awful housemate uh, on 0409 945 945 I really want to hear from you my friends and and uh, thank you so much for doing that you're listening to Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio let's listen to a track now hey uh, I have always made sure the public interest is first and foremost paramount in every single thing that I do there is huge separation between a personal life and public office I intend to serve the people of New South Wales. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck up. Only 22 days till the Melbourne Cup, according to the Michael Bublé Melbourne Cup Countdown. Powered by the new album from Michael Bublé, Crazy Love, Expanded and Remastered 2021. Featuring the hit singles, Cry Me a River, I Just Haven't Met You Yet, and Georgia On My Mind. Crazy Love, Expanded and Remastered is Bublé at his very best. The crooner we all know and love. Tune in next week for the Michael Bublé Melbourne Cup countdown as we inch closer and closer to race day with our favourite voice who's so soft on the ears but not so soft on the heart. Michael Bublé's new album, Crazy Love, expanded and remastered, available now. The Melbourne Cup, available in 22 days. I just haven't met you yet. RML, FBI, Robbie, Mitchell, Bernie and Sophie are with you. Hope you're having a good one. So there you have it. You heard it there first. Only 22 days until the race that stops the nation. We're pretty freaking excited right here in the studio. What are we Woo! most excited for this year? Burn, we'll start with you, mate. What are you most excited for with the latest Melbourne Cup upcoming? The Melbourne Cup. Yeah! 
Yeah, man. Turn it up. 22 days. I um, What am I most excited for this year? Um, usually, I, I just love getting amongst the atmosphere at Carnival. But this year, I am looking to make a cheeky ROI, a return on investment. And at the moment, I've got my eye on what the favorites are doing and who's going to be jockeying what, what horses are in the, the moves, so what, what's happening in the stables. Yeah, you're um, really... In, you know what you're talking about with, with this stuff. Yeah, well, that's due to a lot of research I've done over the past few months. Lockdown has been kind for my uh, you know, Melbourne Cup research. Uh, so we've got some movements in the stables ahead of the big spring carnivals. Uh, Qantas Cock, an RML favorite, the horse that a lot of people are calling the next Winx, is coming out of retirement. So that's a huge oh. one, Qantas Cock. This might be my ignorance, but uh, I've never heard of a horse coming out of retirement to race in the race that stopped a nation, Bernie. Is this the first time this has happened? Uh, this is the first time in recent history this has happened. Qantas Cock coming back into the four and back into the stables at Flemington. Wow. That's really incredible. And you, what, what, what are some of the other favorites? Yeah, I need, I need to get some tips from you, Bernie. <laughs> Rob, Soph, Mitch, I'm looking at a few other horses uh, which have been making some moves in the stables coming up to uh, the race day, 22 days away now. I'm looking at Beans 2, Jason the Juice, Paper Horse, Running on Empty, Farfetched, and Crystalline Nightmare. Denver Diesel, Ooh. as well, was one of my favorites, has been put down, shot with a 12-gauge shotgun after an incident at the McClintock family stud in Bathurst. Ooh. Now, this is this is very terribly sad because Denver Diesel was shaping up to be an absolute favorite of mine. Beautiful, beautiful horse. Had a good run in 2018, if I remember right. Denver Diesel. Yeah. Damn, that is a shame. And it's not the only thing that's going to be on display. You know, the horses riding the race are not the only thing on display, are they, Ben? No. Uh, so, racing fans, eat your heart out because Farlap's heart will be on display at the Flemington Racecourse for punters to have a good look at. Now, rumor has it they're going to be hooking it up to some fake blood. And, oh, they're going to get a pumping. Kind of gross, to be honest. Uh, but they're going to be doing that. Uh, I think it's some kind of... Um, monument to COVID. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Also happening in the rumour mill around the stables, uh, Race It and Weep is rumoured to be making her first Melbourne Cup after a bombastic juniors season in 2020-21. So Race It and Weep, uh, put that down, write that down, please. Okay. Thanks, Bernie. It's the Michael Buble Melbourne Cup countdown here. 22 sleeps until the race that stops the nation. We're talking here what we're most excited for. For this race, 22 days away, Mitchell, what are you most excited for, brother? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm actually most excited for the winnings. Um, I've Ooh. already got a fair whack down. Yeah. Uh, so this, of course, uh, through a few indirect betting operations to create a sort of fail-safe for an unlucky run on the day of the carnival. I'm not going to get into the details, but I've got a mate that, that takes money early on. Um, unofficial odds for horses that may or may not race. And uh, it sounds like triple the winnings if those horses go on to race and win. So uh, I know what you're thinking. Sounds mm. kind of dodgy. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it could potentially make me quite rich, even though it's pretty dodgy. Um, so I'm looking at the side market this year, which includes uh, betting on other people who are betting on who will make the field. Uh, a bit convoluted, but, but bear with me. So, for example, it's easier if you bundle it together and put a stake on, say, three out of four people getting a 70% success rate on their bets 
on a correct guess of the field announcement for the 2021 race uh, than even just betting on the race itself. So I'm looking at big money if this comes through. Mitch, uh, look, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I trust my mate a lot um, who's taken those sort of early uh, bets. So I, I don't think it's as risky as you think. Um, it's you know. fun more than anything. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, It's yeah. definitely a bit of fun. And I think, well, you know, like writ large here is probably we should keep in mind that, you know, high risk, high reward, right? So... Right, right. And gamble responsibly. Yeah, this is not for the newbies of the Melbourne Cup scene. Have fun with it. Gamble, gamble, have fun. Um, what about you, Soph? What are you excited for? Oh, look, for me, I think it's the ads. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of people only tune in for the race. But uh, unfortunately, they do themselves a disservice in doing so because the Melbourne Cup broadcast on Channel 7 has some of the most top advertisements that you'll ever see on free-to-air. Sort of like the Super Bowl of Australia, right? Literally, literally, I was just about to say, like, these slots are so coveted, it's basically the Aussie Super Bowl. So uh, I'm, I'm really keen to see the star power that's going to pop up. I'm hoping for uh, maybe like a Will Ferrell uh, doing something. You know, he's always funny at anything he's in. Um, uh, maybe, maybe some Adam Driver. You know, he's got a really funny voice that could be utilized for a comedic yeah people don't talk about his voice enough right yeah yeah it's so funny it's so yeah so deep (laughs) he was Um, in the military yeah obviously yeah i saw a great ted talk about it actually i joined the marine corps and i loved it i love being a marine it's one of the things i'm most proud of having done in my life firing weapons was cool Driving and detonating expensive things was great. Anyways, controversial opinion. I'm also gunning for Kendall Jenner. I think she might do a big ad, you know, uh, maybe another Pepsi tentpole ad. Oh, I, I think so. that could be interesting. In- interesting to see the social commentary that um, that might pop up. And yeah, Hopefully she's wearing something hot as well. That'd be cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing with it, you know, all of the Melbourne Cup ads. They're always funny, so which is so good because it's just funny seeing your favourite celebrities make epic, funny jokes and, and see what they wear and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. I don't care. Imagine if you did KFC. Anyway, I... Um, oh. Yeah, so we're... <laughs> Thanks, so far. I, I think you're right there. The, Thanks, the celeb power on these ads is really going to be something to behold. And um, uh, I, I, um, I'm really keen, personally, uh, obviously, Melbourne Cup's coming up. We're doing the Michael Bublé Melbourne Cup countdown right here on Robbie's Modern Life FBI Radio. I'm keen to see the style on the ground, right? It's always Ooh. a treat to see the various styles of suits, dresses, fascinators on display i'm curious to see what kind of trends are going to be popular this year i just yeah. hope you know no one does the COVID inspired stuff right we're so sick of that i don't want to see a mask it just would be too cringe for words yeah um yeah i think there will be however i'm predicting a big shake-up in style in the major categories i think cream and pastels they're always going to be a staple at flemington and bright bold colors write this down with metallics and waist belts becoming an increasing trend but this year i'm predicting a strong military theme in combination Mm. with the retreat from afghanistan i think this includes touches of camouflage maybe some military gear or mock military gear maybe just even like a small pair of binoculars on the bed i think like i could see sophie monk wearing that you know um i'm also thinking even fake weapons maybe even real 3d printed something like that in line with the retreat from afghanistan it's something that would definitely raise a few eyebrows there i've got a lot of money down on who will be wearing want so you know i'm keen for a big return on investment in 22 days for the race that stopped a nation i tell you what melbourne cup it's coming we've got a lot of money down we're keen for a return on that investment (laughs) 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 
And now over the next couple of weeks, we'll be bringing you all the excitement as we can down here in the studio to the race that stops a nation. RML's Melbourne Cup countdown powered by Michael Bublé. Has anyone seen Michael? Michael! Michael! Come on, buddy. Michael Bublé uh, performing on stage again. We're going to get him to do the title track from his album, Crazy Dog. Are you looking at real estate here in Peakhurst? Yes. Is it true you're thinking of moving to Peakhurst, Michael Bublé? I think so. Every morning, us breakfast together, a little coffee. Sing a couple of songs for the locals. Hang out, like just build a stage in my backyard. What could be better? Nothing, especially for someone who loves attention as much as I do. <laughs> Michael, would you sing Crazy Love for us? Oh, sure, absolutely. Would you do that? Sure. You guys ready? This is the title track from the album, number one album here in Australia. Go and get yourself the album if you haven't already. And please, with his wonderful musicians, all the way from sunny Vancouver, the Winter Olympic City, please put your hands together for the one and, the only, one and only Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé is back. Crazy Love Hollywood Edition. Includes the hits Haven't Met You Yet. Hold on. Hold on. Crazy Love. And the new song, Hollywood. You make me feel so young. You make me feel that spring sprung. It's a beautiful day I can't stop myself from smiling After all, I'm excited That you're in my life again Santa Claus is coming He's coming to talk New Edna Michael Bublé <laughs> Slap away Michael Bublé, Hollywood Edition. He linked in Superscoon City. Nunkily Bad Boys. Nunkily James Bond. I love Michael Bublé. Dreaming of white Christmas. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh Have a holly jolly Christmas And in case you didn't hear Make my wish come true You know that all I want Michael Bublé Come on and cry Nyt forførende album fra Michael Bublé Cry me a river All I do is dream of you The whole night Stemme, karisma, format Buble har det hele Få fornøjelsen af Michael Buble på albumet Crazy Love Michael Buble, 2CD album, out now
Okay, and pens down, everyone. No, oh, just a second. Pens down. Come on. Yep. Just a second. Wait. You done, Bernie? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophie, you done? Just, just yeah, 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 yeah. Just one sec. Pens down, guys. Come on. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heart. Okay. Yep. Mitchell, pen down. Hang on. Yep, it's down. I'm done. Converse with. It's you. done. Hang on. Oh, yep. This isn't fair. Come on. Okay. I'm done. Pen down. I'm pen done. down. Pen down. Thank you. Yep. <sighs> yep. Okay. <sighs> yep. Okay. Pens down, guys. All right. Right. So. All right. Uh, who's up first then? I'll go first. Okay. Thank go you. ahead, Bernie. Right here. <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. It's just a little, little something. A grey mist sat quiet whilst in the gully where we were. Lazy embers lie awake in the morning's port of call, the first. A trigger of these pictures, enraging them to relay their past glory. Sitting atop a dewy log, I converse with the new light, a painting of what I can see on this still moment. A magpie calls. Bit of bush poetry, I thought. Would be nice. Oh, cool. Well done. I liked it. I, I, I liked that. I could really sort of sense the, you know, it had a real sense of place for me, that one. Mm, some beautiful Thanks, imagery. Thanks, guys. Mm, reminded me of like, I don't know, the First World War or something. I thought it might have been at first. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's set like in Australia, but yeah. Cool. Aussie Dickinson over here. Um, all right, Sophie, are you, are you, you ready here? Pens down. Pens down. No, no. Um, I, I ran out. No, I'm not. Looks I'm just like reading it. over it. I, uh, I ran out of time a bit at the end, so just. That's okay. Um, all right. This is, this, is, this is an absolute space for free exploration. We all know this. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Just uh, you'll be fine. Bombs away. Okay. All right. Um, Cold, grey, bars. One metre by one metre. Breathing for my life. A cage. I'm in a cage. Locked in, struggling for air. Locked out of my mind. Locked down in Sydney, Australia. Wow. That's it. Sorry. Thanks. So, yeah, that's just about like feeling trapped in in COVID lockdown, inspired by I guess events of this year and last year. Oh. I like that, Sophie. I, I felt the sense of isolation and um, claustrophobia there for sure. Thanks. Okay. Um, everyone, okay? If I do mine now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pins down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My charger is broken. The iPad is broken. My iPhone is broken. 
The remote control is broken. Our Apple TV is broken too. Same as yesterday. I surgically redact this statement. Free-flowing, never knowing. What might yesterday bring to? A glock raised to the nasal. Dare I pluck the hand of fate. To dare is to believe. To dare is to believe. Fred Astaire killed himself on 97th Avenue. Will you be my Valentine? Beautiful, Rob. Mm. Yeah, I get that. It's Alpha. I've had heaps of um, like phones and stuff break recently as well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Some strong sentiments in there, Rob. Yeah, really spoke to me. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, it's all. It's basically like an allegory. Anyway, thanks, guys. Um, Mitch, you you go if you like. Um, <laughs> mine's not like fully done. Though. Yeah, it's still being done at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Put your pen down there. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go for it. Just go for it, man. Just um, go, okay. honestly, just, just let it rip, bro. Okay, honestly. But yeah, just don't judge it because, yeah. Um, all right. Song break. Song break. Music pierces the fold and splits the soul. But what is it that which the, that, that which the song breaks in twine? Sorry. Song break, song broken. My heart sings no more of green and gold, of green and gold. Soul break, soul broken. The flag flies at half-mast, wilted and turned on its own head. Sold breaks, sold breaks. My wheel steers me forward, forward. I'm redacted. Uh, that's all I've got. I didn't get to finish it all, but um, mm. and that's cool. I think that one had mm, flavors of like colonization for me, and uh, I felt the brokenness. I did. Thanks for that. Oh, thanks. That's really good. Message. Yeah, I just thought it up during the last song while we're writing it. Mm, there was some nice rhythm in that. Yeah. Oh, kind of um, reminds me of a song verse almost which is beautiful the way you connect those two ideas together. Oh, awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, cool. I think let's keep this going, guys. I think um, I've, I feel like I'm growing already uh, through this process. Uh, I hope you guys are too. Hey, um, did you guys hear about those uh, the Shakira animal attack recently? Did you guys hear about that? No. Yes. Ooh. Crazy, crazy. It's the second time it's happened in 10 years. Uh, 2012, Shakira Singer was attacked by a sea lion. Uh, and I think it was the, within this last month, she was attacked by a white tiger, I think it was. Wild boar, a I wild think. wild boar probably. in, in yeah. Barcelona, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Got all the details for you. Right after this one on Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio.
Hey, uh, you've got to tune to Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio, 94.5 FM. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me are some beautiful amigos, Mitchell JC. Hey. Sophie Gordon. Hey. And Bernie Bolge is with you too. And you want to turn your microphone on there? Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, and hey, turn man. up the gain a little bit so we can oh, hear you. Beautiful voice. Hey. <laughs> and, yeah, got me. Jeff Bezos. Voldemort, Popeye. What the fuck? What do these three people have in common, Sophie? Um, fictional characters. Um, just kidding. <laughs> They're all members of one of the newest Myers Briggs personality types. Have you guys heard about oh. Myers Briggs before? Yeah, yeah, I've done it before. You've done it. I think I've done it too. You guys done it? No, I don't. Yeah, I've never done it before. Well, the Myers-Briggs Personality Type Indicator is an introspective self-report questionnaire which reveals one's inner feelings about how, how they perceive and experience the world and their deepest, darkest thoughts. Uh, yeah. yeah, their personality types, basically. And in the past, they've been a combination of various traits agreed upon by the world's leading psychopaths, like introversion versus extroversion, feeling or thinking judging versus telling other things as well. You may have done the test yourself and got an answer like INTJ, otherwise known as the mastermind, right? It's a combo of introverted and judging traits, AKA the most analytical and intelligent personality type. But there are heaps of other personality types. There's INTF and all this sort of stuff. Interestingly, and you guys might've seen this online, um, they've actually totally flipped the script on this. And the Myers-Briggs team have created a whole new test with alongside it, fresh personality names and identifiers. It's pretty cool. It means the results that you once had, though, may have uh, been uh, jeopardized, right? They're no longer accurate. So we're here today, Robbie's Modern Life FBI Radio, to bring to you the most recent Myers-Briggs findings. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so as you said, Robbie, they um, introduced a whole new range of fresh uh, personality types and identifiers, which are named after fictional characters. Now, this is okay. So hold the tra- train because this is really cool. So, not only like before, as I was saying, we had INTJ, INTF, ENTJ, all this sort of like mm, stuff that's quite like, confusing. what are you saying? It's like a whole other language. Now, they flipped the script and made it actually identifiable for the layman, right? People know cartoon characters, people know fictional characters, especially the ones that they've chosen for the types here, right, Soph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, first up, uh, the first personality type is Daria. Have you guys seen that cartoon? I knew I could talk to you, Daria. You're always miserable. I'm the misery chick. But I'm not miserable. I'm just not like them. And the personality type just speaks exactly to that uh, protagonist. Uh, introverted, sardonic, and sarcastic. See, this already makes so much more sense to me as a visual learner. Uh, uh, usually I'm seeing just letters for the other one. Letters and, and numbers. This gives me a cartoon character to put in my head and makes sense, like, immediately. Yeah. The next one makes total sense as well. Cartman from South Park. What did you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was, how would you like to suck my balls? So, intelligent, enterprising, authoritative, and a leader. Straight away, you know exactly what that is. Yeah. As a bit of a Cartman myself, I'd... Yeah, I think this is going to be more my cup of tea than that that old system. Um, you know, it's a bit newer, a bit fresher, and yeah, I'm pretty excited to to get into it myself. I reckon later. 
bold new leaps into the 21st century here with the Myers-Briggs test, I reckon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Some of the other types they've got here are Captain Jack Sparrow. Alas, my children, this is the day you shall always remember as the day that you almost... Captain Jack Sparrow. Cunning, a trickster, and a womanizer. So <laughs> um, they've incorporated into these uh, personality types, obviously, their uh, sexual prowess as well, which is, you know, something for the 2021 audience, sex positive, this kind of thing. It makes more sense. Um, they've got the Homer Simpson here as well. Here's a clip. Are you wearing a grocery bag? I have misplaced my pants. Loves good food and fine wine. Lazy, good in bed as well. Not so much a womanizer, but good in bed once they get them there. So that's the Homer Simpson one. Um, and a couple more here, Sophie. These are the latest Myers-Briggs personality types. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, that's easy. <clears throat> We're braver than a bee and uh, longer than a tree and taller than a goose. Or uh, was that a moose? <laughs> Sensitive, caring, giving with a heart of gold. Mm, I've known um, a few of them. Harley Quinn. Huh? What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jeez. That's not what they really said. As well, uh, a crafty temptress, and that one is awarded to women only. Uh, in, so you have to add that. As a man, I'm not actually sure how I feel about the women only mm. uh, one there, but it's a bit exclusive. A bit mm. exclusive. Well, moving on, there's also Bart Simpson. <laughs> Don't play or hate. I'm just a business boy. All right, Bart, what are you up to now? Thinks outside the box, a rule breaker and cheeky. Similar to the Daria one, but not as sardonic, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. A little more playful. Yeah, more, yeah, less sardonic, I guess. Patrick Starr of SpongeBob SquarePants fame. This trophy's for you! A little bit slow, but loves their friends and is trustworthy. Mm. This one resonates a bit more with me, I think. Yeah. A- and finally, Batman. Hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a young boy's shoulders to let him know the world hadn't ended. Always has a tool or a trick up his sleeve and is good in bed. That one's men only, right? I'm not sure. That's what I saw. That's what I saw online. But these are the latest Myers-Briggs personality types. They've flipped a script and made them colourful cartoon characters, basically, rather than the, you know, prescriptive, symbolic letters, you know, put in weird ways. Like, what does that mean? INT, who cares? Like, Patrick Starr, I get it. Bit slow, loves their friends, trustworthy, good in bed. Like, I get it. Anyway, um, here's the test. So, one of us is going to do the test now, the latest Myers-Briggs test. And again... Not only have they flipped the script on the types, but the test has been flipped as well. It's so much more fun. Mitch um, is going to have a go at it. Uh, they're calling this test the pirate ship method. It's kind of exactly as it sounds. It's like you, the test participant, aka Mitch, are tasked with decking the halls of your hypothetical pirate ship with the best shipmates at your disposable by, by picking eight scallywags from a lengthy list of potential shipmates. So I think let's give it a go, Mitch. Are you ready to jump in here and do the test? Yeah, I'm a bit nervous too because I've done this before in the past and I just didn't think it was particularly accurate. 
but yeah, I'm keen to try this new version. Um, yeah, I'm hoping like. So so hang on, sorry. It, it's a uh, you're a pirate ship. What's the pirate ship? Yeah, so you're on a pirate ship, and you need to fill one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, you need to fill six rolls uh, with any potential shipmates you might want. So there's oh, okay. Um, the to get your ship working and working. Yes, order. yes. The swashbuckler, okay. the brigadier, the shipmate, captain, the navigator, and the plank operator. You have to fill those roles with any person that you desire, and that's how they come up with the results. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, like they culminate those those choices into a personality type. Yeah. How do they do that? Uh, well, I think it's because the pirate ship is the best universal indicator um, in terms of true personality. Having to choose, I think the you know mm. having that agency of choice on the yeah. high seas That's is true. the most reflective of our true personality archetype. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's jump into it here. Um, oh wait, look, gotta go to wait. We've got to do this. Whoa, Brad. This is a certified hood classic. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, the double gold cup or the fucking slurpee. This right here, this is slurpee cup. You use this guitar every time we can use it. I was paying for it. What's wrong? Please, my friend, let me friend. This one is the slurpee cup. Give me the slurpee cup. Don't you think you can Hey, sorry about that. Um, Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio, 94.5 FM. Um, Mitch, you're about to do the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, who are you going to pick for your swashbuckler? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, as a young sailor, this kind of resonates with me a little bit. But honestly, what's the swashbuckler do? I'm not, <laughs> I haven't come across that. Is that like a... I think the, the most important part of it is your interpretation of these roles. That plays oh. into it as well. So don't try not to think about, you know, prescriptive roles. Just, like, go with your intuition. What do you think it is? Mitch, Mitch, think a boisterous fighter carrying a sword. Yep, okay. That's what I had in mind. So, like, a kind of suave guy that would yeah. defend my honour. I'm thinking maybe, like, James Dean or someone for the swashbuckler. Oh, okay, nice choice. And the brigadier. Brigadier? Um... You know, to, I think maybe for this one I'd go with like uh, Bruno Mars or someone who's got a bit of, I don't know, a bit like a powerful voice or something or I don't know, just someone that I could look up to. Absolutely a, a fair enough answer. Now the shipmate. This, so this is someone who'd be kind of close to me. I think I'd want to go with like uh, Jennifer Lawrence maybe, J-Law or J-Lo, either one's good. I'll stick with Jennifer Lawrence, I think, for yeah, for the shipmate. Okay, Jennifer Lawrence for the shipmate. And the captain. Who do you pick for your captain on the pirate ship? Okay, so this wouldn't be me. This is, um, I think it may be like someone throughout history, like, uh, you know, uh, Genghis Khan or, um, yeah, someone like that maybe that would. Mitch. <laughs> or Churchill, maybe Churchill, I think, for the captain. Okay, we'll fight them on the on the waters. Um, the navigator, navigator. Mm, somebody sees this. Stuff. Maybe someone uh, hyper intelligent, uh, like Neil Neil deGrasse. Um, yeah, maybe Neil deGrasse. 
And lastly here, Mitch, for the uh, your Myers-Briggs personality type, uh, you got to choose the plank operator. This one's a bit dark, but yeah, you have to choose one. I think maybe you'd want some kind of comedic relief in there. So maybe like someone like one of the guys from Leno and Woodley. Um, maybe Woodley. I think I'd have. Just to sort of lighten the mood a bit in those dire times. Fair call. All right. Let's see what you come up with, Mitch, here. Let's go click Submit Pirate Ship. Kind of, fingers crossed, hoping for James Dean a little bit, if he's one of them. Don't think that's one of them. It's actually not one of them, but that would be cool if he was. I would I would guess you as a Winnie the Pooh. You're very uh, sweet and, and kind and sensitive. Oh, we've got the answer. Okay, so Sophie, you reckon that one. What do you reckon, Bernie? Uh, I reckon... Uh... I don't know, Patrick Star, but also Batman, Mitch, just from what you were saying. Okay, well, the real answer, Mitch, hold on to your hats, your new personality type, you got Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh. Okay, what was that one again? Cunning, trickster, womanizer. Okay, nice. Yeah, I (laughs) see that. I I see that, Mitch. Yeah, definitely. I see that too. How do you feel about that, Mitch? Um, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I guess it kind of does accurate. Like, I wasn't thinking about it at first, really that reflecting me at all. But now that I'm reading it and, you know, hearing what what it says about Jack Sparrow, I don't know, it does kind of fit me quite well. Awesome. The the uh, 4K uh, remastered Pirates of the Caribbean on Strangers Tides is available to buy at all good retailers from today. That's the uh, 10th anniversary edition of Pirates of the Caribbean on Strangers Tides. The 10-year anniversary of On Stranger Tides is being celebrated with a 10-year anniversary edition of Pirates of the Caribbean On Stranger Tides. Get the movie that sparked the new trilogy of the greatest pirate movie franchise to grace our screens, re-released in 4K. Proudly partnered with Maya. We'll be back with you next week. On Monday, midday till 1pm. It's been such a pleasure being with you today. My name's Robbie Armfield. A huge thank you to Bernie Bolgi. No, thank you. Sophie Gordon. Thank you. I'll see you next week. And Mitchell JC. Thanks for having me, Rob. What are you guys doing for Freedom Day? I don't know. Um, Read a book or something? Probably head to the pub. <laughs>